Football is back, baby! And we're back to see Mahomes sling beautiful balls all over the field. And your friends at Manscaped are here to help you sling your beautiful balls all season long. With Manscaped's state-of-the-art technology, we'll have your weapon looking more loaded than the AFC West. Football may be rough, but your ball care doesn't have to be with Manscaped. So join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code FRATCHAT. Do it. You know, I was in line for a long time today. I was like, geez, when when did Dunkin' become such a hot commodity? Because there's a, there's a Starbucks like two doors down and there's never anyone in there. Mm, yeah, but it's because Starbucks let hobos take poops in there now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Starbucks. Um, it's, it's premium coffee slash uh, bathroom for the homeless. That's their business model. Yeah. We put the P in premium. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to do this in uh, three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Two. Two. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris. Yeah, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's the Project Podcast with Carlos Garcia and Chris Moore. How's it going, Mr. Moore? Good, good. Just sitting here drinking my, my, uh, <laughs> my Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Wow. Really, just turned this into an ASMR podcast, just like that, huh? Thought I want to thank our oh, sponsor, Duncan. They just don't know they're our sponsor yet. Yeah, they just haven't sent us the check. Uh, hopefully, it's in the mail after this episode. You know. Yeah. Duncan. How How are you? <laughs> oh, I am living the dream. Uh, if you're a vegan slash Nate Gonzalez, you're probably gonna hate what I'm about to say next. But Julie brought home this 32 ounce steak that she. Wanted some workouting of all places, but it's like a fine steak, 32 ounces. It was the size of a fucking frying pan. And I made it last night. And holy hell, we split it. Did so you, I was gonna say, did you guys share it? <laughs> but of course, I got like the bigger piece. So probably my side was probably like 18 ounces. Uh, and then Julie's was the rest. Uh, 14. But goddamn, that was so good. It was like the best meat I've ever had, and I had to eat it on my knees, literally. so wait so 32 ounces what's that like four pounds five pounds how many ounces is in a pound eight uh i should know this because of weed (laughs) 16 oh it's 16 yeah 16 ounces so two pounds is still a big fucking slab of meat how do you do you cook it on the stove I did on the stove, especially because we don't have a grill out here. But normally I would want to do something like that outside. But uh, I am pretty damn good at pan uh, cooking steaks with like butter and shit. You know what I mean? And like you don't need much. You just put like a 
my three main ingredients for any really meal that you want to make good, but especially the meats, it's salt, pepper, garlic. Can't go wrong with that, especially if you're going to use butter to cook it. Garlic butter. Mm-hmm. And then I made some mushrooms on the side. Oh, I, I saw a picture. Topping. You had yeah, broccoli. Plus, yeah, I had broccoli. And I made mashed potatoes, but we just – nothing fit on the plate after those two things because the steak was so big. So we had to uh, eat that on the side. <laughs> oh, it was good, dude. It was good. I felt like – Gordon Ramsay. I'm just not spoke. comfortable eating steak. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Hey, hey it's Mario. <laughs> he says hi. You're in the camera. He says hi. <laughs> right, right in the middle. <laughs> I thought you had a dog for a second, and then I was like, nope, that's a Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> Neither a potty trained. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. To me, okay, so my my coworkers and I were talking about steak this past week because we're going to Austin and they're like, we have to have good old Texas steak. And I was like, no way. My mom used to tell me that fat people ordered steaks at restaurants. (laughs) But you should like it. There's a lot of protein in steak, especially if you get it on the rarer side. But I don't like when um, there's a lot of fats. I don't like the consistency. And yeah, we cut that off. Um, but, but sometimes for a steak, after you cut off all the fat, you're not left with a whole lot. That's true. But the thing is, with the fat, it actually is like where most of the flavor comes in. That I, and the bun. That's what I hear. But it's it's like oh, it's like swallowing so a boogie. Like, like, you know when you, when you cough up some snot and you spit it out? Yeah. I feel like that fat yeah. is like my body is like, you're not supposed to swallow this. Does that make sense? And also, I'm just not comfortable eating anything that's pink. Like yeah, vaginas. We, we learned that in college, yes. <laughs> no, but but I, I feel like if it's not cooked all the way, like I have to have everything well done. And then people make fun of me. They're like, like you're uh, a pansy. Yeah, we well, yes, I am. You can't get also, it well done. Um, I, I just I'm a, I just taking too many courses on like food nutrition, and I just I just feel like if it's not cooked all the way, there's a lot of foodborne illnesses you can get. Yeah, but not a steak, man. We're, we've evolved to the point to be able to eat that shit. Like, as long as it's a good medium rare, can't go wrong. Support for today's episode comes from True Classic. This brand new sponsor has the absolute best fitting t-shirts a man can buy. Finding the right t-shirt with big old guns and a little bit of a dad bod is incredibly frustrating. Most t-shirts are way too tight in the wrong places or look way too big and boxy in others. If you're spending countless hours at the gym trying to look good, why not spend five minutes to finally get a t-shirt that fits right? True Classic has already helped over 2 million men finally get a better fit at an affordable price. Plus, our listeners get access to the absolute best deal they offer. For a limited time only, get 25% off with the code FRATCHAT at trueclassic.com. Did you hear that the Queen of England died? Oh, yeah. And this time, we didn't jinx her. Yay! Like we did we Betty did White. But you know, though, so, so, right? uh, uh, someone said online um, that she was 90, what, 96? 96, yeah. She was 96 and worked up until the day she died. What a strong woman. I thought, you know what? It must be tough. Wow, it must be really hard to be one of the most powerful women in the world, living in a castle, 
covered in jewels, working until right. age 96. So, applause, applause. Give me a fucking break. I, feel, I mean, to be fair, you know, she probably could have done nothing. She was, and she was pretty active queen. She was out there meeting with people and stuff, but she was so little and small that I just wondered if she even did anything herself towards the end. Uh, when she wasn't on camera, if it was like with Darth Vader, when they show him in the Star Wars movie, he just rises and they just have him on this like bed. And it's like, yeah, no. Queen, good morning, Queen. <laughs> oh, good day. And then they just like drag her out, weekend of Bernie style, you know? And, like, yeah. it's, like a, it's like a little thing. He just moves forward and they just put clothes on her and it just keeps moving forward and they like slam breakfast in her face. <laughs> Uh, well, now she's reunited with her husband slash cousin. Yeah, it's awesome. So, you know, the whole family will be there. It's like a family reunion in heaven. I just never understood why they didn't call her husband the king. Because uh, technically speaking, well, actually, I don't even know if he accepted the title. But, I mean, they're like, the, when they're not the ones in power, there's just like a title king. You know what I mean? It's like you're king, but you're not king, like because it's her lineage that's the family lineage. So, so, so now that we got King Charles, is Camilla that homewrecking hussy? Is she a <laughs> queen? She's a queen, but she has like no power. She's just a queen in title only. You know what I mean? Like she's not like, I mean, she's gonna be like bossing around the servants and the castle and shit, but she's not gonna be like doing policy. She a and hoe. also the king, yeah. And the king also is supposed to be a title for like diplomacy reasons these days. Holy shit, Julie just scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I looked over, she was there. So what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> I looked but, over uh, and yeah, she was bent down and she was quote unquote stuck between the couch and the coffee table. <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> I just turn the camera this way and make this a different <laughs> Support for today's episode comes from Vincera Collective. If you aren't familiar with Vincera yet, then what are you doing, man? They make exceptionally crafted and stylish watches at affordable prices. Other premium handcrafted watches have these insane markups. It's crazy. Now you can finally own a high quality and lasting timepiece without going broke. And the best part, listeners of this podcast are getting hooked up, man. Because that's what we do. We hook it up. Because we're cool with them. We're cool with Vincero. We're like this. We're very tight. So now you're getting hooked up to save even more with the biggest discount they offer. So if you're looking for the perfect accessory to help elevate your style, for a limited time only, get 20% off plus free shipping site-wide with your exclusive promo code FRATCHAT at VinceraCollective.com. The greatest Kyrie show of all time, you guys. Come check it out. Friday, September 16th at 7 p.m. That's this Friday. It's going to be an epic lineup hosted by Ron Prendamano. Featuring Chanel Ali, Comedy Central, James Camacho from CBS and Kevin Hart's LOL Network, myself from MTV, HuffPost and Frat Chat Podcast, of course. We got Christiana Jackson from Cash Cab, Lindsay whoop, Dyson whoop. from the Make Me Laugh Albany Comedy Festival. It's going to be epic and only at Broadway Comedy Club. Tickets are fucking only $15. And if you use promo code Frat Chat, you can save 15% on those bad boys. Go to tiny.cc slash greatest comedy show and get those tickets now. What else does the promo code Frat Chat save you? 
oh my god the frat chat promo code uh, opens doors these days you guys it's kind of like a key to the city but you can use promo code frat chat right now to save 20 percent on all manscape products and get free shipping too at manscape.com you could also use promo code frat chat stay 25 percent at trueclassic.com and and if you get over a hundred dollars it's free shipping on those too and you can also use promo code FRATCHAT to get 20% plus free shipping at VinceroCollective.com. So buy yourself something nice. Get your ladies something nice. Save all the monies. And you know that this goes on top of their deals. So it's savings upon savings. I was just going to say yeah. that they have a lot of nice stuff. I love my watch, by the way. I'm going to wear it on stage because I don't always see the lights. So this watch is going to keep me on schedule. Nice. Yeah, I wear. I just wore it at a wedding, and I felt cool. So. Oh, did she feel handsome? I felt so cool, like the bell of the ball. But you know who didn't feel like the bell of the ball? Uh, This week's idiot of the week, you guys. Because this story just always goes back to Florida, you guys. Another Florida case. Always. And I feel like I look up different states too. And honestly, the way I like to do it. Is uh, put like Texas man, Florida man, New Jersey man, California man, and I see like what states give me the biggest dumbass. But I've noticed, and this is just a total generalization of my, you know, couple of weeks doing this, but every state kind of has their thing. And Texas and New Jersey are usually these awful murders, like, like awful, awful mor- murders. Texas, and, uh, here I come, Florida, can't wait. Yeah, right. Meanwhile, Florida is like uh, is more like, you know, just like your neighborhood dumbasses. <laughs> there's murders, too, but there's just more dumbasses. More like, you know, these crimes, these crimes make me chuckle a little bit. You know, they don't make me feel terrible for for reading them on air. So uh, and there's really just more dumbasses. I don't know. Like In California, there's a lot of drug related stuff, uh, you know, but. Like I, I looked in Texas, it's like Jesus Christ, is everybody murdering each other over there? That's all you fucking report about. So, Florida, you've just been a goldmine for this. <laughs> it says here Flagler County, Florida. Is the county called Flagler? Is it Confederate Flagler County, Florida? It sounds stupid Steve. to me. I think only stupid people live in Flagler. The Simo takes over, or he'll take out. The first L. (laughs) (laughs) Vote for him. USA. USA. You can't say gay in Florida? Well, I got you beat. Because your county is now called Bagler. Eat that. (laughs) But you can't say it while uh, you're giving directions. (laughs) Where do you live? I can't tell you. Don't ask me. (laughs) I don't know what to do. Ron DeSantis, help me. <laughs> He's a piece so, of work. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. Uh, that's, that's a whole other story for a whole other day. But anyways, enough to our idiot of the week. We got a Florida man gets in trouble after he replaced a teen's medication with laxatives. What? He was recently found guilty. Uh, in Flagler County, Florida, he a, a woman noticed that her son's medication looked, looked to have been tampered with back in 2019, and uh, 
basically when they met, when the deputies met with the kid's mom, she said, well, given her son the medication, which she gave to him nightly, uh, she noticed that it had been, been tampered with. And the kid didn't want to take the pill either, saying that it tasted strange and was making him ill. And so that's when uh, she noticed the guy doing something with the bottle. Well, uh, who's and, this and guy in relation she, to her? Was it like a, a lover at the time? His name was Craig Allen Ripple. He's 54 Ooh, years old. All right, sounds crazy. <laughs> yeah, he does. It sounds like a villain. Craig Allen. Uh-huh. With the last name Ripple, it just, it just sounds like he's going to be <laughs> he's gonna be played by Matt Damon. <laughs> and uh, he was found uh, guilty of child abuse and child neglect. So she dis- the guy apparently like dismantled the tablets and inside because it's like these like little capsule things you know what i mean and inside of them she put these round pink tablets which are the laxatives but you should have ground them up well they, they said that <laughs> the guy did it to 11 of the 28 capsules so like at one point they were gonna fucking notice regardless so you're just a fucking idiot to be doing that like you're just a dumbass. If you're gonna do it, don't be lazy about it. Like you know what I mean? You're a monster. Don't should not be tampering people's medications. That's fucked up. Fucking, I don't know, even know what the medication was, and this kid could kill them. You know what I mean? Literally yeah. could kill them. Uh, but come on, dude, you're gonna be lazy about it. Like this is like the this is like our story last week with the guy who fucking hired the hitman to kill the 13 year old. You're gonna be the laziest piece of shit possible and get a, fi- a fucking hit hitman for fifteen dollars. What do you think's gonna happen? Same thing here. So uh, he was sentenced to 14 months in state prison, followed by 36 months of probation, which is not that much. But I guess you only gave him laxatives, which this is where I open the, the debate floor to you. <laughs> is this funny? <laughs> because <laughs> I can't stop laughing at it. <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like if they did that. If I did that to you, it would be like a funny joke. But it depends on – I guess it depends on what the medicine was. It's like, oh, my insulin. <laughs> 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 it's in the bathroom shitting his pants. It just, it just depends on what the, what the medicine was. I, I wonder <laughs> what state this child is in that he has to be – as a 14-year-old, he has to be given medication. Why can't you just tell this kid – Okay, before you go to bed, take one of these pills. But mommy or the strange man has to come into his room and say, "Okay, open wide. Here come, here comes the helicopter." You know what I mean? Like it's just there's something more to the story to me that I still I just don't I don't buy it. I'm, I'm wondering is, is this 54 year old guy is he like a nurse? Is he? I I don't know what what the deal is. But um, but is it funny? Yeah, it's funny because they could have saved their money, gave the kid raisinets, nature's laxative, or a bunch uh, of grapes will make you poop. Nah, but I'd be like, you're a monster if you're eating uh, fucking raisins. Give me my give me my medicine. I don't care. Some people think <laughs> they the need laxatives. laxatives. They just need a stool softener. And, and I mean, let's see if there's any images of this guy. Oh, yeah, he looks like a fucking totally what you expect this guy to look like here. Oh, yeah, so, I'm gonna send you a picture right now. Yeah. <laughs> I just sent it. 
he looks like Mac's mom and always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh God. <laughs> I don't know if he talks like like this. Hey man, let me uh, let me get a cigarette. Or he talks like this. I really need a sandwich and a cheeseburger, please. And please can I get extra mayo? Finding the right grooming routine is a lot like practicing drills in football, Mr. Mo. You can't win a Super Bowl without practicing. And you can't have Super Balls without a good grooming routine. Meet the best valued bundle yet for the Manscaped Pocket Rockets, the Platinum Package. At QB, we got the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, a wily vet who makes sure the unit is running smooth and scoring nonstop. With proprietary advanced skin safe technology, the Lawnmower limits mistakes that protects the ball. Plus, it's waterproof, so the weather conditions are no issue. Add a running back, the Weed Whacker Ear and nose hair trimmer built to bust through all the right holes. A hairless nostril just helps it keep a nose for the end zone. On the offensive line, we have our unsung heroes, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner. The Trent Williams and Corey Lindsley of Sack Protection, standing strong to keep your boys fresh and clean through all four quarters. At wide out, the cleanest duo in the league, the Ultra Premium Body Wash and Ultra premium two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. With their rugged scents, they attract both the ball and all the babes in the crowd. Plus, these two leave your skin and scalp feeling more hydrated. That means more plays on the field and less water breaks. And a tight end. The product that makes your end look tight. Manscaped's anti-chafing boxer briefs. A dedicated jewel pouch to increase ball handling and a cool, steady vibe thanks to their moisture-waking fabric. On defense, there's only one thing you'll need. The aluminum-free ultra-premium deodorants. With refined cologne-quality fragrance, it keeps sweat and locker room scents from making any ground. Plus, it dries clear so the opponent won't even know what hit him. And Simo knows a thing or two about D, so he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> to top it all off, we throw in the best coach in the league, the Shed Travel Bag, as a free bonus. Built to hold the team together, this travel size bag has a fumbled resistant zipper. This has got to be a Super Bowl winning roster, but don't take my word for it. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code FRATCHAT. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com when you use promo code FRATCHAT. Manscaped, for turning your player into an MVP. Remember Home Alone where Macaulay Copkin had an older brother? <laughs> he grew up and looked like this. Uh, what's his name butch <laughs> something like that uh, oh god that's terrible well i'm glad that yeah. he's in jail because i feel safer at night knowing that he's not gonna come put laxatives in my medication yeah part of me is kind of like the mom the mom knew he was tampering with the i mean i'm sure half the pills look different so i'm sure but she wanted to get it on camera so the kid's like what's happening she's yeah. like just do everything normally, son, because yeah. mommy's going to catch this bad guy at your expense. But you'll be okay. Um, you know what I mean? So she's she she um, is watching too many like like murder mystery shows, or whatever, on Lifetime, and she wants to play detective. And her poor kid is like, uh, I don't know. It just sounds a little weird to me because part of me is like, what? Just put the medicine someplace else. Like what? So it looks like okay. So it looks like this guy. 
was either the dad or the stepdad. Now, because it says that the lady divorced him. I, I looked up on another side. Oh, okay. Flagger, Flaggerler Live. Flagler. There we go. Flaggerlerlive.com. She divorced uh, him because he looks like that. Yeah, she shouldn't have married him to begin with. Yeah. Like that. I was like, really, dude? Did you, you mm-hmm. that, that's mistake number one. Should have known. So apparently, the investigation revealed that the guy, Ripple, had been engaging in malicious acts with no real purpose other than to cause emotional distress to the child and his sibling. Uh, so apparently he would take possession of the kids' clothes, homeworks and homework and jewelry and hide them just to see uh, them and their mothers look for the item to no avail. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, after discovering that he'd been tampering with her child's medication, Ripple's then wife discovered missing items in the trunk of his car. Uh, several items, several times Ripple poured liquids onto children's beds to make it look like the family pet had urinated there. Getting <laughs> 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 better and better. <laughs> yeah, this guy rocks, man. I don't know. <laughs> His wife saw him do that. Free Craig Allen. <laughs> yeah. Free Craig Allen. So, yeah, he agreed to a plea uh, on one felony count of child neglect, which exposed them to a maximum of five years in prison, and he got 14 months. Uh, oh, my God. So this is the ironic footnote. Ripple, the guy who was convicted of fucking the kid's medications, apparently takes 17 t- types of prescription drugs himself related to diabetes, blood pressure, heart issues, among others, which by, by the picture of him, you can totally Yeah. Know. So <laughs> <laughs> the same drugs that he'll have to trust not to be tampered with while he's in jail. Now, this guy, if it wasn't for the pill fucking with, especially now knowing that the guy, the kid needs it for like, you know, bipolar. <laughs> uh, that's like, you need your meds. Uh, you know, there he loses me. But everything else he did was kind of cool. You know what I mean? Like, that's a, like, like, like pretending, you know, putting, pe- putting water on someone's bed and be like, ha, ah, your dog peed on there. That's funny. That's <laughs> I think so, too. Girl. That's some good old fashioned pranking. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to be staying in an Airbnb with uh, anywhere between four and like eight other um, co workers, depending on the, the day. And I ordered a pack. It's like seven different shaped turds and they, and they float. I, I, I bought fake poop because there's a pool in this Airbnb. And so every day, this would be a different size turd floating in the pool. I'm going to put them on their toilet seats. Um, I can't wait. Yeah. So it's like you and Craig are going to be sharing a jail cell very soon. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, man. So, yes, needless to say, uh, our boy, Craig Allen Ripple. Is my this hero. Week's idiot of the week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's time to, uh, to, well, maybe keep the laughs going, but I don't know, Mr. Mo. This episode might be one that just makes me cry a little bit. It makes me just, just some tears a little bit. Oh, God. Oh, no. I don't know if I'm ready. You know what I have here? I stole this from a photo shoot years ago. It's a tear stick. Oh, on your eye here. On your eye here. It makes you cry. Wow. See, I uh, prefer to just let my emotions flow. Okay, so I'll be ready for this episode. 
There you go. I feel like oh, I'm God. <laughs> We're going to talk about movies that just made us sad. Movies that made us feel things. Mm-hmm. Movies that made us cry like a bitch, you guys. <laughs> Maybe you. I don't cry because I'm dead inside. Yeah. <laughs> Fima just stares with no emotions in his eyes. Mm-hmm. He twitches a little bit. <laughs> I wish I was hugged as a child. <laughs> okay, I got my, my tears are coming. Can you see? Wow, there you go. That's pretty good. But it now just my nose makes is running, like huh? <laughs> but it, but it, it doesn't look like a good dramatic cry. It just it just looks like someone called you gay. You're just I was like, like, oh my god, how do they know? <laughs> <laughs> like, like in high school, you know, in the early two thousands. <laughs> what? Are you are you are you gonna cry? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna cry. Greek saying, no. "Yo, you're I, fucking gay." My what? No, I'm not. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight, clean. <laughs> Let's see. So we it's made a cooking. list, you guys. We brought up some of our favorite movies that just gutted us while watching this. And this would have been movies we watched as a kid, movies we watched growing up, movies we watched last week. I don't know. Sometimes I cry during movies. Don't judge me. It's nice it having is. a good cry sometimes. Yeah, it is nice. It's very nice. It feels good. Uh, you let out all the things. You know what I mean? So it's okay. Dudes can cry, you guys. Let me tell you what did not make me cry. Fucking Titanic. I watched the first time oh, during yeah. the pandemic, and I was like, what a waste of three hours. Oh, well, the first time you watched it during the pandemic, then you missed the magic of the 90s, my friend. You know, that's... That was the time to watch that movie. I feel like now we just laugh at it too much. Oh God, what are you? The 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 tears that clears my sinuses, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, very professional, you guys. This is the total segment. Sima uh, blows his nose. Oh my God! Oh, uh. On the microphone. Uh, totally meant to do that, you guys. I'm crying here. <laughs> 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 The ladies may have push-up bras, and guys have these tees. We want to show off our best assets, but we're never given the right fit to do so. Fellas, you're wearing the wrong clothes. You need true classic. Their tees taper off towards the bottom, but they fit tighter around the chest and shoulders. It's the perfect fit. The perfect fit? The perfect fit. It's time to highlight your greatest attributes with a t-shirt you can always confidently throw on. Let's face it. It's tough to find a great fitting tee at a low price these days. It's either too tight in the wrong places or totally not tight enough. It's a struggle. So you have to spend all this money just to get a good fitting tee? It's not cool. But thanks to True Classic Tees, my life is different now, Mr. Mo. They make sure I look good and feel good, too. Plus, they make excellent streetwear and workout tees, too. And they don't break the bank. Not only are you finally getting a t-shirt designed for the male body, but the first thing you'll notice is how soft it is. There are plenty of t-shirt brands out there, but these will be the staple shirts in your closet that you want to wear every day. 
And True Classic doesn't just stop at tees. They're your one-stop shop for all men's essentials. It's super easy and simple to fill out your wardrobe, too. From polos and workout shirts with the same flattering fit to boxer briefs designed with a pouch to keep your bulge nice and comfortable, all their gear is top-notch quality at an affordable price. Accentuate those pristine, juicy muscles you work so hard for with their activewear crewnecks. They are moisture-wicking, prevent body odor, and will get you noticed. Plus, they have this dope pack builder on their website where you can custom bundle all their essential products and save even more than the discount we're offering you today. And for any of the big boys out there, they have long body options for the tall guys and XXXL sizing. When you wear True Classic, you may even start lifting more reps because when you look good, you feel good. The ladies love it. The dads eat it up. And the boys will thank you for it. It's a bad time you learn how to dress yourself properly. Upgrade your wardrobe with True Classic. Get 25% off at trueclassic.com with promo code FRATCHAT. Free shipping included on purchases over $100. That's 25% off at trueclassic.com with promo code FRATCHAT. Strengthen your core wardrobe with True Classic today. So... Uh, we have, we, I do have two honorable mentions that uh, did definitely fuck me up, but we just didn't fuck me up as much as my top five movies that fucked me up. <laughs> didn't uh, fuck me up as much as my mom drinking during pregnancy, but this is a close second. <laughs> <laughs> it's up there, you guys. It's up there. So the first one is uh, Lion King when Mufasa dies, dude. I was like, oh, must have been like six years old. When that shit happened. And to this day, man, I see that scene. It's just something inside me. Just like, uh, oh, Mufasa. Oh. Mufasa. And having just lost my dad myself this year, dude, it like extra tugs at those strings. Oh, my gosh. Like, you can't imagine. Yeah, I know. I know what Simba goes through, man. I know what it's like, Simba. Ah! And John and Taylor Thomas so. is like, dad? Dad? And then Scar is like, run! <laughs> And Man, it's crazy. That's so twisted. Something I didn't see, I didn't catch on till later. Later on, when Scar is king, they show a scene with him and the hyenas in some cave, and the hyenas are like chomping on food and shit, and they're like talking and they're like planning essentially for the future. But you see this skeleton there, and the skeleton is that of a lion. It's Mufasa's skeleton. That's what that's what they're eating. <gasps> and they're just sitting there casually. Yeah, it's Mufasa's skeleton. They ate him? Fuck. They ate him. Which oh is my. what they would do. It's oh, my God. But, but yeah, pretty fucked, right? That's pretty so that's super fuck. sad. Yeah, Disney. Disney was a sadistic fuck. <laughs> the Disney Corporation. <laughs> What a mess. <laughs> you think I didn't catch that when I was a kid, but yeah, someone I saw some TikToker put that up. TikTok, you see all kinds of oh my gosh shit people notice. These I love TikTokers that are brilliant. I stay yeah, on really TikTok are. all day, every day. I'm obsessed with it. It's awesome. That's why uh, that's why Instagram literally stole it and they became uh, real based now. However, people complain. They're like, now my no one likes my pictures. So apparently, they tweaked the algorithm again, so pictures get likes again. So it was all. They were just trying to make a TikTok too, but it's like there's already a TikTok. Yeah, so just leave well enough alone, damn it. But yeah, Lion King fucked me up. Another one that also fucked me up. Uh, same genre, and actually, 
I think Aladdin, this one came out first, maybe. But it's Aladdin. Uh, at the end, when he frees the genie, who is masterfully played by my guy Robin Williams. Yeah. And they like, you know, and they like hug goodbye and stuff. Oh, that fucked me up. That fucks me up to this day. It fucks me up. See, that's not sad Robin. to me because it's a good thing that he's freed. And th- and even though he's going to tour the world, he'll be back. And he does come back for Return of Jafar. That's true. But I didn't know Return of Jafar was coming. And uh, However, Return of Jafar, knowing that he comes back and then there's a whole cartoon and stuff, like knowing they hang out forever in the cartoon world, is why it didn't make my top five. Okay. You know what happens. You know what I mean? So that is exactly the reason why uh, it didn't make my top five. But at the time, I was like, oh, my God, they're never going to see each other again. That's so sad. They both learn so much from each other. Return to Far, he has a song. He's like, I traveled east and west, and now I'm back again. There ain't nothing in the world quite like my friends. Do you remember that? Yeah. But the annoying part is that Return to Far uh, was straight to video, not movie theaters. Correct. And I had that VHS tape. Me too. Sure. Dude, I'm still s- crying here. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they recast Ryan Williams? Movie made millions. Just paid him a little bit. I know. Yeah, they should have just had Robin. He was off doing Miss Doubtfire and saving the world. You know, I get it. That's true. But the guy who played Aladdin was the guy from uh, Full House. Full House, Steve. Yeah. Steve, crazy. Uh, what a hot piece of ass he was. Good for him. <laughs> he kind of look, kind of looked like um, Kirk Cameron a little bit with his curly hair. <laughs> and uh, there was one episode where they were in, I think, Florida, or were they in oh. LA? I forget, but it was like a Indiana Jones like <laughs> like sequence. Mm-hmm. He had on that Indiana Jones hat, and I was like, oh my god, I cannot wait to masturbate to this later. <laughs> and that's how Simo got his 17th boner. <laughs> <laughs> I found your boner diary, by the way. Nice. <laughs> so, those were the honorable mentions. But now we're ready to get to the main event. Uh, but I'll let you start since I just did my two honorable well, mentions. Well, I'm going to go out of order with my list. I'm going to start since we're talking about um, Disney being yeah. fucked up yeah. uh bambi wrecked me as a kid wrecked oh, me and i remember watching bambi and my grandma used to fast forward the part where the mom dies <laughs> i remember watching it by myself and being like what what <laughs> <laughs> horrible so why why don't you let me watch granny i want to watch i'm mature enough to watch and then he hits play it's like why'd you let me watch this <laughs> But you know what though? I feel like I feel like Bambi could have just grown up with his mom and then left to go find himself. They didn't and I feel like they didn't have to kill her. Yeah, but it kind of set him up that he had no one to be with, and all of a sudden Bambi must be strong, brother. It's you know, he Ugh. doesn't have mommy anymore. And that shit happens, you know. I Whenever I see like a random like baby deer when I'm when I'm home at my parents' house and just like a like a little deer by itself. I think to myself like, oh my god, was his mom shot? Of course it was. <laughs> that's how the world works, says Disney. You yeah. know. Oh, yeah, that that crazy. wrecked me. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. Bambi uh, is definitely one of those that just if you can watch that scene without feeling anything, then you're a monster. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. <laughs> like, you're a fucking monster. You deserve to go to him. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. Uh, but, but at least Bambi grows up to be strong. And then, you know, do Bambi things. I don't know. Him and Thumper get gay married or something. I, for, I forgot how the movie ends. <laughs> it's funny because, because at one point in Bambi, doesn't the island catch on fire? Yeah, it's like a whole thing. A fire Island is a gay island. I wonder if this. Like, <laughs> See I wonder if there's like a subliminal message there. And that's how Fire Island gets started, you guys. <laughs> and then his best friend's name is Flower. Th- no, it's Thumper. Thumper and Flower. Flower was the was the skunk. Oh yeah, the skunk. See, that's good. It's good they gave a skunk a good leading role there. A cute skunk, you know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't stinky and stuff. No, so it was good. Some people have skunks as pets, and they, they kind of remind me of ferrets. Yeah, they're kind of... Skunks are kind of cute, but... A little bit, but if I see someone have a, a pet ferret, I think white trash. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. <true>. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely fair. <laughs> Imagine what their house smells like, too. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of stink. Yeah. I've always loved a good watch. The problem is I could never afford anything I loved. Everything I wanted would cost from the high hundreds to thousands of dollars. It was not cool, man. However, my life changed when I found Vincera Collective. For example, I just wore their Cairo mesh watch in the Mate black color at a wedding. It's sorry to the bride, but all eyes were on me, man. I felt so cool. And the watch cost under $200. No one could believe it. Vincero Collective is a premium lifestyle brand out of San Diego that also makes high-quality and affordable sunglasses, jewelry, and more. Vincero Collective is known for their exceptionally crafted and ethically made products for today's most ambitious people. Yeah, that's right. That's some modern pieces that upgrade your look and stand the test of time. Now, there are three words that come to mind when I think of their products. Number one, stylish. Number two, quality. Number three, versatility. And number four, technically, but that's not really a word. It's just like an awesome reaction I get when I see their products. But again, I couldn't count it as a word, so I just stick to stick to those three. You know what I mean? Those are three good words. Vincero also designs everything in-house. They source their own materials, and they produce in small batches. It's not this mass-produced things that you see out there being pumped out of a factory line that lowers their quality. No! They're committed to doing things well or not at all. And that's the way to do it, man. Well or not at all. So for all the boss men and women out there, their watches are a must. They can elevate your look with a twist of the wrist, made with surgical-grade stainless steel, durable silicon, and genuine Italian marble straps. These sleek modern watches come with traditional, automatic, and Japanese quartz movements. It's pretty awesome. All their sunglasses come polarized with 100% UV protection and so many styles to choose from. It's like, whoa, how cool do you want to look at all these crazy styles? The eye-catching and modern designs can go with any outfit or trend, perfect for a day in the office or a date night out. This is the perfect gift for yourself or someone you love. Or me, you know, you can send it over to me. I would appreciate that. And now you can finally look like a baller without having to spend like one. But you don't need to take my word for it. With over 30,000 five-star reviews, they have been named GQ's 
go-to brand for premium lifestyle accessories. Vincero offers you a shopping experience you can trust. And if you need to return or swap, no problem. Vincero's five-year guarantee and 365-day free return policy has you covered. That's right, free return policy. From quality you can feel to style you can't deny, Vincero Collector guarantees to up your game. They can only offer this big of a discount for a limited time. So don't wait. Or it'll be too late. Get 20% off plus free shipping site-wide with the promo code FRATCHAT at VinceroCollective.com. Support our show and use promo code FRATCHAT at V-I-N-C-E-R-O Collective.com. I guarantee you that you will find something that fits your style. Shop Vincero today. Okay, what's, what's first on your list? Okay, so this one... Uh, I got to go with one that uh, the whole franchise, to be honest, makes me cry from time to time. But this one is Rocky Balboa, which would have been Rocky Six, came out in 2006, I believe. And the movie opens up with Rocky, who, as we know, in Rocky Five, he loses his wealth and stuff because uh, uh, he has accounted as an asshole who steals everything. He gets power of attorney. So he's in Rockies, which would be Rocky Six. You know, he has this little restaurant called Adrian's and stuff, named after his wife. Uh, you know, he goes to work every day. He's a normal guy. But then he goes to the cemetery to visit his wife, Adrian. And holy shit, that fucked me up. Uh, it fucked me up when I saw it. It fucked me up. This last year, because Julie had never seen the Rocky movies, so I oh. showed her to them, and she loved them. And then, of course, I'm, we're watching this back to back to back. So you, you know, you see their adventures together, and all of a sudden she's dead. And Julie like looks at me and it's like, "Don't tell me she's dead." And her eyes are welling up, so that my <laughs> eyes stay welling up because I don't want to tell her. And then she sees the fucking grave, and then we're both like little kids, so just like children, just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. It fucked me up, uh, and it fucked me up when I first saw it. But God, it's, it really gets you too. As you well, let Julie know that it's just make believe; it's not real. Yes, Sylvester Stallone is getting a divorce right now, so it's okay. You know, what? I remember taking his acting class, and um, this teacher said, "Let me ask you something: Is acting real?" And I was like, "What?" And people were like, no, of course not. And I was like, let me tell you something. When I'm on stage and I'm crying, these tears are real. The emotions yeah, I'm feeling real. are real. Yeah, it's real at the time. The scenario might be fabricated, but no, it's real to me. And when you're watching the shows, even though you know that Adrian probably just couldn't be in this movie because she was probably casting something else and they just wrote her out. <laughs> man, that death felt real. Man, that shit. Fuck me up. I'm a big Rocky guy too, so you know, but you always, you know, Rocky's with his Adrian. So. Adrian. Yep. Yep. Adrian, come wipe me. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian, I made yep. a poopy, come wipe me. Um, okay, so next for me, have you ever seen yo fucking Mandy Moore? That bitch made me cry like a motherfucker. <laughs> and a walk to remember. Have you seen that before? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, she's people, got leukemia. She's got leukemia. She's dying. Yeah. And then 
then they marry her. I think the, that she got. She, I don't think she wanted to die a married woman. I think she w- just didn't want to die a virgin. And she's like, "Listen, I'm religious, so I, I, I can't be doing the dirty without having a ring on this finger." And the guy was like, "Well, this would probably get me chicks when you die, so let's do it." <laughs> and he, and then he made her that that telescope. But man, after she passed, oof. I, yeah. you know. I, it was it was a, a really beautiful movie. It's a beautiful story, but damn, damn, that is intense <laughs> for kids. Yeah, yeah. I remember that came out when I would have been like maybe like fifteen or something. So it was like I was high probably thirty. Act. Yeah, <laughs> everybody around me uh, just cried so hard during that movie. And at the time, though, I was in my I'm too cool to cry movies phase, so I would just make fun of them. But it was definitely sad, you guys. <laughs> it's a really sad. And leukemia fucking sucks. So fuck you, leukemia. Goddamn prick. I hate leukemia. Man. Oh, and they were so mean to her in that school. But she sure yeah. but I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie though. Like like it's bad enough that she's got leukemia, but but her dad couldn't buy her better clothes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I was like you're like she's gotta die, dude. Give her go to Target at least. I know. <laughs> what, are these, what are these hand-me-downs from like 1932? Like, what the fuck? Where did you get these from the Dust Bowl? Like, what? You know, for- if you have a kid who's like the class loser, this you gotta do something. Maybe, maybe you something. dig a hole in the backyard and you. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, you you make an in ground pool and you bring the the, uh, the friends over, but it sounded like I was gonna say, bury the kid and adopt out. a new one. That's not what I meant. Yeah, I, I thought you were gonna hang out with Casey Anthony again. Uh. Yeah, so you no, know, you 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 make your house the fun house, and then and then kids will come over and play with your weird kid, and then your weird kid makes friends. You know, or you have your wife get a ginormous breast implant. You know what I mean, and then you know you have the mom with the giant tits, and all the kids want to hang out anyway. So totally, way you gotta do totally. something. You gotta step in. You gotta can't let your kid. You don't have to change your kid. You you I'm not telling you make your kid be any different, but help him out. You know what I mean? Like, I think you should change your kid a little bit. Update the wardrobe. <laughs> but at the same time. The wardrobe that's probably getting picked on are the shit that the parents are picking out for him and that these kids growing out with. You know Maybe. I mean? This is just I think this is a nature versus nurture case. You know what I mean? Like you got she was at the end of the day, she's still Mandy Moore. You, you, leukemia or not, still one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen. Yeah, but her earth. parents should have put her ass in pageants and make money off of that yeah. shit and give her some confidence. Yeah, exactly. So it's so it's on totally on them. Because uh, that wardrobe, I guarantee you, wasn't picked by her. It's by picked by her dad. I'm gonna. I, I would say, listen, my baby may be a social pariah, but god damn it, she'll be a winner. She will be pretty <laughs> with poise. And yeah, and if she's and everybody knows she, she could be an asshole. If she's hot, high school, everybody's gonna like her. Totally. It's literally the way high school works. I'm sure it's been. I graduated in 2006. It's been a while, but I guarantee you, hot girls in high school still get leeway to be total pricks. <laughs> it's just the way it is. It's just the way of the world. <laughs> totally. But don't worry, sweetheart. Life is coming at you fast. 
Enjoy it while you can. <laughs> Once 30 hits and you're married to that 66-year-old with dangling balls, yeah. we'll see if it was worth it. <laughs> you know what? There was this guy that was not nice to me in high school. He actually died recently, and I was like, eh. Oh. <laughs> Sucks for you. And they wouldn't say how he died. It was just sudden. And you know what that means is a drug overdose. So um, he, I remember he was picking on me like in the locker room, and I was like, I, I flat out said, Yo, enjoy this now because you've peaked. <laughs> this is the climax of your life. So enjoy yeah. being big man on campus, bruh, because you're not going to go to college. You're, uh, you're a decent football player just because you're big. But after high school, you're no longer an athlete. You're just morbidly obese. You're unhealthy. <laughs> you're going to be an unhealthy lady, have some unhealthy kids, and that's that's it. <laughs> That's it for you. So enjoy this. And that's exactly what happened to him. And then he died from drugs. Uh, uh, he should have been nicer. I actually think I haven't peaked yet. Because if I did, then what was that? Like, what the fuck? Like, what? <laughs> I've had some fun in my life. Don't get me wrong. I just feel like I, hopefully I haven't hit the top. <laughs> 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 it's so uh it's gonna be lonelier up here uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> surrounded by peasants what's going on here <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's next on right, your so list on to my next one i'm gonna go back to a little disney but a little disney pixar this time and this is toy story 3 you guys uh that movie fucked me up the end where it like, for one thing, it looks like they're gonna die into some fire thing, but then they don't. I'm like, oh, when they say that goodbye, it fucks me up. But when Andy drops off the toys with the new kid at the end, that fucks. I've me. actually never seen any of the Toy Stories. Oh, dude, you gotta watch Toy Story. What? And now I don't That's want to know when I'm gonna cry at the last one. <laughs> the second one's really funny. The second one will make you cry. The first one is funny and it's cool. A lot of adventures going on in there. But the third one, you know, it's like it hits you in the sweet spot because in the third one, the kid's grown up. You know what I mean? So, like, now it's like you don't have a use for these toys anymore that you used to love anymore. So you're kind of seeing it from the toy's point of view of, okay, now they're kind of sad and they're going to get gifted and shit. But then, then they do find a good forever home. And, but then it's like that that goodbye to their kid, man. Like, all these years. Ah. Who is who are the voices? I know that Tim Allen is a voice, Tim right? Buzz Lightyear and Tom Hanks is another one. So Tom Hanks is also, is, yeah. is the um is, cowboy. Is Woody. Yep. Woody yep. just sounds Woody. to me like a boner. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm surprised you haven't seen these movies. I feel like you would have been all over it. Like, what? There's a character named Woody. I'm there. Yum. No, I'm not gay, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of boners, um, do you remember Patrick Swayze? Do I remember Patrick Swayze? I am still trying to get Julie to lift me over her head. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Julie, start stretching, girl. Uh, so, um, Ghosts obviously is a pretty traumatic movie. But at the very end. You cried during Ghost. <laughs> huh? You cried during Ghost. Let me tell you, I saw this in the movie theaters with my mom, and I remember being a wreck at the end because the end 
when <laughs> when Patrick Swayze goes to the light and he says goodbye to her. Oh my god. Oh my like god. the light comes and then he just appears from Demi Moore and she says, Oh my god. And then um he tells Will be Goldberg, I'm gonna miss you. And then he goes off to the light. But they have like this moment and she gets to say goodbye and it's just oh it's so sad. And then they had a threesome. <laughs> I mean they could have. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have. judge. I would have been. But yeah, that was sad to me. I remember crying. Uh, my mom. I remember my mom sitting me down, and being like, "It's not real." <laughs> Why do I feel like this? <laughs> it's a movie about a ghost helping a woman do pottery, son. Man, Part that was a sexy scene, though. <laughs> I want Osmar and I to do some pottery. <laughs> I want Julie and I to do some pot. That sounds better. Yeah. Yummy, yummy in my tummy. Okay. Okay, for next one for me, uh, actually keeping uh, the Tom Hanks train rolling, Forrest Gump, you guys. That movie, that movie's awesome movie. I can totally see why I won an Oscar. But, you know, fucking Bubba dies. That's sad. Uh, Jenny. Jenny. Well, Jenny's kind of a bitch, so she kind of deserves to die. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like... I don't. I didn't really mourn her too much, but when Mama dies in the end, dude, and he's he's like sitting there and he's like crying, and she's like, no, and she gives him that motivational little message that she'll always be with him and stuff. Uh, holy fuck, that fucked me up. That gets me so bad because uh, I know what it's like. I'm close with my mama. You know what I mean? I love my mama. She's uh, I, I lucky that I have a good relationship with both my parents. You know what I mean? So when I, whenever I see a movie where someone loses a parent like that, I'm like, oh. Yeah. What have you done to me, Tom Hanks? What have you done? And then that little, that little kid, Tom Hanks' is, little kid. Oh, I, was, was that Forrest Gump's son, or did she just tell him that? <laughs> I know, right? Especially because uh, she said that he was smart, and I was like, okay, those are definitely not Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would at least be a slow reader. Like that's something would be, you know, that's not right. <laughs> that was Jaley, uh, Haley Joel Osmond, and he went all to see dead people, and now he <laughs> looks a hot mess. Oh my <laughs> god, time was not good to that kid. Woof. Ooh. Yeah, no. But at least he's back. He's back in the biz. He's a good actor, and he almost does. I feel like the roles that he does now uh, play into his look. Yeah, I feel like he's, I see him being like an in the boys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I feel like maybe he just got tired of being like America's sweetheart kid. You know what I mean? And he's like, maybe I'll show them. Mm. <laughs> he's crazy, but hell of an actor though, man. Like, and he was so goddamn cute. His little forest, you know, when they're when he's walking him to the bus stop in the end that he used to go to as a kid. I'm like, oh, God. Damn, and I'm still I'm still bawling over mama here. So that movie really left me. Oh, uh, poor Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan got his legs and a Vietnamese <laughs> wife. <laughs> Remember this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> oh, it's my favorite. So good. So yeah. Steam shrimp, fried shrimp, shrimp gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next on my list. I don't know why, but Homeward Bound as a kid. I, I, oh, 
it made me cry. There's one scene where this little girl got lost. You know, in real life, she would have been dead in an hour. You know, but but um, she would have been raped. <laughs> she or she she would have just been eaten by like a mountain lion. That's true. That's so but I still feel like a hobo would have kidnapped her. Maybe you never know. Or I watch a lot her. of forensic files. <laughs> they, they were eating her like she was Mufasa. So um, Homer Bound the Lost Girl was you know a sad scene for me, um, and the kicker was at the very end when uh, uh, the the girl cat and then the the other dog. I think his name was like Chance. Chance. Come home, and the kid's waiting for Shadow. And there's a moment you're like, "Oh my God, the Shadow make it?" We didn't know. Yeah. And then, yeah, yes, he did like make it. it. You know. But the kid's like turning around to go home. You know what I mean? Like, my dog's not gonna be. And he's come to terms with it in his head. He's like, you know, Shadow was an old yeah. dog. I understand. Sad. And I'm like, oh. Like turning around, and all of a sudden you hear, woof. Yeah. And he turns around. It is Shadow! I think Shadow's like limping, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, had a little limp. Had a little limp. Uh, I'm so yeah, glad yeah. it was Shadow, not Cujo. Yikes. Yeah, wow. um, <laughs> oh shit, it's Cujo, run! <laughs> you know? But let me the tell you, crossover, kid, I didn't know I wanted. There's no greater love than your dog. There really isn't. I listen. Dog too, dude. My dogs yeah. growing up, I would pick the companionship of my dogs over most people. Yeah, I agree. With you. And so I have the most traumatic moment of my life at that point was uh, I used to have this little cocker spaniel in Venezuela that was like it was like six, seven months old at the time, and my grandma came to meet the puppy and she knew a lot about dogs. She had a lot of dogs herself. And then she felt his neck and said, well, something's weird here. You should go check this out. Turns out they sold it to me with a tumor that was growing and growing. And so the dog had to be put down because uh, it was just, there was no way to get it out. It was going to die. So my, but at the time I'm like maybe like eight years old, uh, maybe even younger when this happens. And my dad says, oh, I'm going to go pick up the puppy from the vet. You know, I'll be right back. And so I'm expecting my dog to come home. Dad goes to pick up the thing. Vet tells him what's going on. It's like, you know, we have to put this dog down. So we can't, it's not going to, as the tumor grows, it's not going to be able to breathe. It's going to have an awful life. It's going to suffer. It's going to, until it just chokes to death. So my dad had to fucking make the decision and then come home and then tell me. And <laughs> With so the bag of leaves. ashes. Yeah, Here's right. Your puppy. He leaves to come get the dog and he comes back alone. And like he didn't even have to say anything. As soon as I saw him, I just knew, you know what I mean. And I just ran to him, and I just remember like crying in his belly. I was I was short, so my head went to his belly, and I was just like bawling. And I think I cried for like a week straight. Dude. Oh, it was like traumatic. So I know what it's like to expect your dog to come home, and that doesn't come home, and you fucking have to say goodbye. So oh. when something like that happens, uh, that I was like shadow, <laughs> shadow now. And luckily, Shadow showed. You know what? My sister, she and um, Sunshine, they they um, uh, used to foster greyhounds that were like ah. um, former like racing dogs, you know? And then yeah. uh, no one would want to 
adopt these dogs and they would be stuck with these foster dogs, you know? And so they would just hold on to them forever. But she had this dog, its name was Olivia. Olivia went to go get uh, a tooth cleaning. And during the tooth cleaning, they called my sister and they said, listen, we think we need to pull this tooth. We just need to get your permission over the phone to put the dog under anesthesia. And she said, okay. And then they called back and said, sorry, we lost your dog. And my sister's like, what? Did it make it? And somehow I had like a cardiac arrest or something under anesthesia, which to me sounds a little fishy. Like, I think ah, that that happens. I think they anest- probably gave it too much anesthesia though. The anesthesiologist probably goofed. And then they were like, um, uh, we will, we'll be happy to cremate your dog for a nominal fee. So my sister's like, wait, so you killed my dog. And then you're also, you're charging me for, cause they charged her for the service. So she's like, you killed my dog. So you're oh, making me pay God. for the tooth cleaning, the tooth pulling, and the uh, extermination, or the, not extermination, the, the, the cremation of, of, the of my cremation. dog. So, wow. Oh, my God. Dude, those people are monsters. What the fuck? They made a lot of money off my sister oh. that day. Oof. Oh, that's awful. You're so traumatized. Oh, that's awful. What fuck if, that. No, I thought that. I used to think to myself, like, what if they just fell in love with the dog? And they're like, we're taking this dog home. Hey, <laughs> Miss Moore, <laughs> your, your dog's dead. Sorry, here's some ashes. And meanwhile, that's the dog I, is just playing in their backyard with the kids. Like, yeah, man, we got really lucky with this I, one. I don't trust the vet alone with Stella too long. I'm like, Stella's too cute. I'm like, she'll say some shit and try to kidnap my dog. Like, yeah. Ah. <laughs> Oy vey. Anyways. What's next on your list? I got two more of mine. And this next one, speaking of traumatic events, oh, this ending traumatized me. And it's about a traumatizing event already i'm uh, talking the boy in the striped pajamas i don't know if you've seen that one it's about the holocaust uh and it's about basically it's this little german boy who lives with his family in this like nice mansion dad is uh part of hitler's army and stuff he's like a general and shit and you know the kids uh, under the pretenses that his dad's uh, part of the Patriots and shit. You know what I mean? Doesn't know what, what the war is. No, doesn't know about the Holocaust. Doesn't know any of this shit. So he meets, he runs, you know, he's, he's running around his property playing and he keeps, he runs out too far and he sees this fenced up campground, it seems like, where he meets a boy in a striped pajama, which was a little Jewish boy that was in a concentration camp. At the, you know, the striped pajamas are his, you know, his gown. With and cheekbones and abs him. for days. Yeah, right. And they befriend each other and they start playing games and stuff. And then one day, essentially, the the little German boy decides that he wants to go in the camp with the little Jewish boy. And so they, think they devise this plan to go in there uh, to sneak him in. They get someone else down, whatnot. They dress him. But here's the kicker. Uh, that day where they decide to smuggle the kid in is the day that they're going to mass exterminate a lot of the Jews in the camp in the gas chamber showers. So the ending is the parents realize that the kid's not in the house. They track him down all the way to the concentration camp. They tell the fucking person uh, to turn off the showers and shit not run it when they get there it's too late and the two little boys die together and it is 
some of the saddest shit I've ever seen in my life. Oh my I I god! Yeah, well, I was hungover with my friend watching it, and he fell asleep in the first like fifteen minutes. And so in I'm your arms, there, like just yeah. <laughs> and I'm sitting there watching this movie, and then like as this is happening, I'm just crying like. Oh! <laughs> The credits start rolling, and I'm just like, ah! <laughs> and he Yikes. wakes up and looks at me. He's like, well, "What happened? <laughs> what the fuck? Aren't you Jewish? How did you fall asleep to this? <laughs> you sick bastard!" <laughs> oh man, that movie fucked me up. That's uh, sad. Yeah, uh, fucks me up. Fucks me up every time. Uh, which leaves us each with one movie. One massive cry fest. Yes. All right. So, so mine is, you ever seen Boys in the Hood? Yeah. Now, I know it's set in L.A., but it actually, to me, reminded me of my neighborhood in Baltimore City a little bit. <laughs> growing up. Yeah, it's, it's not so different. Man, growing up in Baltimore City was really was uh, scary at times because, you know, sometimes, you know, people would come to school and they'd be really sad because... You know, their older brother or sister was shot in something gang related, you know, and they didn't make it. And it's just, there's a lot, it's a lot of really scary things and a lot of drugs. And, you know, you see good kids hang out in the wrong crowd and then they're bugging out. And next thing you know, they don't come back to school because they OD'd or they're in, you know, um, uh, a lot of kids were sent to like boot camps and stuff. And you're like, oh, wow, that's what a transformation. So anyway, uh, this is a story. All about how you know. Uh, this, <laughs> this is a story uh, about. Let's see. This the main character, I guess, is Cuba Gooding Jr. Was I think his name's Trey in this movie, and yep. uh, his dad has shown him like right from wrong, and he's kind of the voice of reason. Who is that? Lawrence Fishburne, I think. Yes, it is. It's Morpheus. And so uh, his dad was, was uh, a, a, a badass, you know, pretty cool. But but I think in this. In this movie, it was kind of rare for a lot of the kids to have a father figure. So, so Trey was very lucky to have um, this parental figure in his life. And then he had his best friend, Ricky Baker, um, was like an all-star athlete. He had a lot riding on this potential scholarship to go to college because he had his girlfriend and baby at home too. So in this house, there's three generations. You got his baby... He and his girlfriend and his mommy. Oh, and his brother was Ice Cube, remember? Yes, he was. Ice Cube was, was in a gang, made evil bad decisions. Motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was scary in that movie. Ice really Cube scary. Really uh, Ice Cube is a yeah. phenomenal actor, though. I mean, to go from that yeah, to Friday, I mean, he's like so versatile. Yeah. So anyway, um, at the end, unfortunately, Ricky gets caught in the line of fire and shot. Trey, played by Cuba Gooding Jr., carries his dead, limp, bloody body back to his house, puts the dead body on the sofa in the family room in front of his screaming mother, his traumatized baby mama, and his poor baby. I mean, it's just, that scene to me is, do they have, do they have plastic on the furniture? I hope they have plastic <laughs> on the furniture. 
Man, was, they've lost. It's just an easy wipe after. <laughs> I was going to say they they lost so much that day. Don't don't ex- don't, don't, don't the get rid of the too. couch too. So anyway, they just, they just uh, hosed it down after. <laughs> that scene wrecks me. If I if if I need to cry on camera, that's that's why I look. That's why I look at on YouTube. I'm like, let me see that shit again. Oh, I would be uh, in hysterics in a heartbeat. Yeah. That'll fuck you up. The boys in the hood. Such Man, Cuba movie. Gooding Jr. did a good job that movie, but he really kind of went off the deep end as of late, right? I haven't seen much of him uh, these days. I don't, I don't know when's the last time he did anything. Let me Wikipedia him real quick. I, I I heard something that was that was nonsense about him. Let me see. Cuba. He did the O.J. Simpson thing, uh, which he was he was pretty good in actually. That's the last thing I really remember him. Man, he looks and, old. Um, okay, so. Uh, legal issues. Uh, oh, so 2019, he was booked on charges of misdemeanor, forcible touching, and sexual abuse in the third degree in New York City. Um, he grew up to a woman at the at a bar in Times Square. Oh yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that. What this, happened with that? Um, and then later that year, he was indicted on a separate, additional sexual abuse charge. Um, and then. As of August 2020, wow, 30 women have accused Gooding of unwanted sexual touching. Ooh. So in 2022, this past year in April, he pleaded guilty to forcibly touching a woman in a New York nightclub, telling the judge he kissed the waitress on her lips without her consent at a New York nightclub. Um, he was. He also admitted to the two other allegations alleged incidents of non-consensual contact which took place of October and June of the following years. Wow. That's crazy. Well, there you go. <laughs> Damn, Cuba. That sucks. That sucks. Yikes. Well, at least he made Boys in the Hood. <laughs> which, by the way, has a great spoof and Don't Be a Menace to South Central uh, made by the Wayans Brothers. So Also, check that out as well. Really funny stuff. Now, on to my last one. This is a movie that is unlike any other movie in the sense that it fucked me up in the first 10 minutes of the movie. I was like, what? How is this possible? I did not expect it. I watched this family-friendly film only because it was supposed to be funny and they're supposed to be flying to Venezuela. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Let's see how they Let's see how they do my people. And of course, I'm talking about Disney's <laughs> Up. And then I start watching this thing, and they show me this beautiful story of how this guy meets his wife. They grew up; to, they're at the time they're kids, so they're, you know. But then they date, they get married, they have this beautiful life. And then they show as she starts getting older and thicker, and they're making plans to go to Venezuela, but it never happens because she dies. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And I'm like, the, and they have this little piano song in the background. That is the cutest song ever. And it's to this day. It's very famous on TikTok and uh, Instagram because it's used for all the cute moments that people have with their pets and shit. And it's just instant, just bawling. I remember I watched this with an ex for the first time. Uh, and we both ended up bawling. And then I showed it to Julie and then we both ended up bowling again. And I already knew what was coming. So it will fuck you up anytime I watch it. It's 
fuck, man. I don't understand. And then the whole movie afterwards, when you see all these things in the intro, it makes everything mean more as the movie goes on. All the decisions the older guy makes. He's like a grumpy guy without his lady. But certain things just remind him of her. And it's what keeps him going. And it's so goddamn beautiful. I'm like, fuck you, Disney. And this is not what I signed up for. <laughs> How dare you inspire me and make me cry like a bitch. I've actually I've actually never heard this movie before, so I just Googled it. And it oh, says man. that um, it, for, uh, let's see, it earned a worldwide total of $735.1 million. Holy yeah. shit. That's a really successful yeah. movie. Yeah, a lot of money. You should check it out. You should honestly watch the first 10 minutes and tell me how you feel after. And after, honestly, the movie's really good. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. It won two it's Academy Awards. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good fucking movie. Holy the shit. The little kid is really funny in it, and there's a dog who's really funny in it. Uh, but god damn it, that movie has heart. Best original yeah. score, best animated feature. Holy moly. There you go. And it really was, man. It was so good. God, it was good. I, I kind of even want to watch it again. But I don't want to cry this weekend, so I'm not going to watch it this weekend. <laughs> it won two Golden Globes. It won two Grammys. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah, probably the most successful movie. Oh, aside from Forrest Gump, I guess. It won a Teen yeah. Choice Award. Kids like it. Old people like it. Because, you know, in the Academy, no kids are voting. So if you got an Academy Award <laughs> and a Teen Choice Award, that means that, that the masses appreciated this shit, you know? Damn Skippy. Wow. So I got, check I, out up, I need to watch guys. that. That's a good one. They should have a sequel called Down. <laughs> Where the thing just collapses and it crashes. <laughs> or it's his wife's um, coming of age story in hell. <laughs> <laughs> On that awful, awful note. <laughs> yes. You slurp your coffee. Yeah. Uh, let us know what you thought of our list. Did these movies fuck you up too? Do you have additional movies that made you cry like a bitch? Let us know. Follow us on all social channels at Frat Chat Podcast. That's on Instagram. That's on Facebook. That's on Twitter. Follow our YouTube page at tiny.cc slash Frat Chat Podcast. And of course, give me a follow as well at Carlos Does the World on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok, Carlos Does World on Twitter. And check out my YouTube page at tiny.cc slash Carlos Does the World. And follow my good buddy Simo over there at chris.more.comedy on good old Instagram and TikTok and at Seymour Comedy on Twitter. Look at him dabbing. <laughs> and on that note, Mr. Mo, the boys in the hood are always hard. Come talking that shit and we'll blow your car. Get us out of here. Um, I motion to adjourn this meeting so I can blow my nose, finish my coffee, and cry like a bitch. And I second. Time to shed some tears, you guys. I shed the poop too. <laughs> That's why he's crying. <laughs> you go so bad. <laughs> I didn't know I did. Someone's putting right, laxatives in my antidepressants. They're pink. Not again. <laughs> All right, you guys. We'll be back next week. See you. Ciao.